Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. Today on the I Work For Him show, we have a studio packed full of people. <laughs> Just packed. We have standing room only today. We've got Ross Harrop with C12 Tampa Bay. In fact, any of you that got a chance to go today to the Joy FM Breakfast Business and... Wow, what was it called again, Ross? I think it was called Breakfast and Beyond. Breakfast and Beyond. The Joy FM put it up at the Center Club here in Tampa Bay. It was a fantastic opportunity to get introduced to... C12, get a great meal, get to meet some fantastic people. Ross brought along with him his gorgeous wife, Jill, but she's refusing to speak on the microphones today, but she's here just to witness the action. You think we can get her to talk today, Ross? It just may happen. I think it uh, it happens at home quite often. It does. I bet it does at home. Ross brought along a good friend of his, Lori Hoffman with the Pocket Testament League. And this is a last-minute show edition, but Lori's got a story that we all need to hear. And so she's joining us as a friend of Ross and a new friend of mine. Lori, welcome to the show. Thanks. Great to be here. And, and don't don't get it wrong. Lori Hoffman is not spelled the way you think. I, I mispronounced your name earlier. It's L-A-U-R-E. 
It's not like the way you think it's be spelled. Her mom apparently. Why, why the no I either? Why? I don't know. She's probably just wanting to be different. <laughs> it's and working. It is different, isn't it? Yeah. Have you ever gone back to your mom? It's like, mom, do you realize how much trouble that's caused me all my life? <laughs> my er- lots. <laughs> okay. So today we're talking about the critical value of corporate accountability. All week long we've been talking about accountability, the value of it. On Monday we talked about personal accountability. Tuesday we talked about marital accountability. Today I want to talk about corporate accountability because Ross, you're the expert in that. You're a C12 leader. And accountability is what you do. It's how you enrich the workplace for Christ. And and so I wanted to talk about that today. But I also want to just really recap on how accountability has impacted our own lives. Because without accountability, I would guess that none of us would be where we are today in Christ. But before we do that, as I do on each and every show, I want to make sure my guests have a chance to share how Christ has impacted their lives because that's the basis of our conversation. Christ is the very center of our conversation. Without Christ, I wouldn't be here, obviously. That may be not obvious for some of you, but it's obvious for me. Jesus Christ has impacted my life and everything about me, which is why we're on the radio. So, Lori, ladies first, how has Christ impacted your life? Well, Jim, Christ came into my heart probably about 35 years ago. I was raised in the church and taken... Um, to take in the church my whole life, but there really was never a time when I asked him to be the Lord of my life. It was really more of a routine kind of activity, and it was good. I think it's great when kids get taken to, to church by their parents. I think that's a really good discipline, but I never really understood the idea of a personal relationship with Christ, and I remember talking to a youth group leader who shared with me about Jesus Christ and his plan for my life, and that was so foreign to me. I really understood the sovereignty of God and the holiness of God, because that was really what my church was all about, but I didn't understand the role of Jesus Christ or the Holy Spirit. So when I prayed to receive the Lord, it was like I had a new heart. I had a new excitement. Before, religion was just kind of something I did as a way of being a part of the family and a part of my community. But now it was a personal adventure. So that happened as a Ooh, high school senior. I like those words. Personal It's a personal adventure. And that's what it's been ever since, a personal adventure. As a senior in high school. As a senior in high school. Very good. Mm-hmm. Ross, what about you? You know, Jim, you, we've talked about it on the air before, but I had, and I don't know whether it's the fortune or ill fortune of growing up in a Christian home with, uh, I've always said, my dad was the most Christ-like guy I ever knew. And so um, that was the example. Uh, but it was as an adult that, uh, that I really came into that personal relationship uh, with Jesus. And part of it is, uh, uh, was with, with Jill. Um, and we've been married 39 years. And uh, you know, we found it uh, uh, enjoyable to listen uh, to you and Martha on, I think it was Tuesday that we were listening to you together. And she going, yes, that's it. That's it. And, and it's been about that, that personal walk uh, with Christ, but also doing it together and then ultimately mm-hmm. our family and then um, that Sunday morning sermon um, with the Monday morning madness and, uh, and and bringing that all together and we've had uh, we've all you know had had that opportunity to to grow together in the in the Lord so um, yeah it's 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 been um, at the at the heart of who we are <laughs> okay and that's that's awesome I mean it, I, and you know, when I think about it, by the way, I did have caffeine before the show today, so I apologize right up front. <laughs> My daughter needed some help with some business stuff with her degree, and she was at Starbucks. I just couldn't say no. So, uh, uh, two, so I'll apologize to all the listening audience today. But, but two days ago, uh, a friend said, hey, do you drink Mon- Mountain Dew? 
And I said, well, no, I don't, but I have a friend <laughs> who can't drink it and from before the shows but could do it on the weekend so i took that i, I did i took that 12 pack did i not tell uh for and you is it in it is it in the back of the mini <laughs> i have it that is awesome okay all right let's talk about what people are really tuned in to listen to we want to talk about accountability and you know why why is accountability important what, what do you guys think why is accountability important don't fight just go ahead ladies yeah. first go ahead Lori. Right. well you know Accountability makes us keeps us honest. Um, accountability is really critical for the kind of performance that we all aspire to. If we're not held accountable, then we're never going to achieve our potential. And so, when you think about that within the context of Christ, um, He's causing calling calling us to be like Him. And so, if there's not people in our life that hold us accountable, then we're going to fall short. And that would grieve me greatly, and I know it probably grieve my Lord a lot too. What do you think? Ross? You know, I think Jim that. Part of it is just getting grounded myself, being accountable, starting the day with the quiet time and just getting with the Lord, seeing what others have to say, whether it's, for me, it's Oswald Chambers and uh, Sarah Young, and and, and then getting uh, being held accountable to see what does the Word have to say about how I'm to live my life this particular day. And, uh, and then that accountability then goes beyond just... Jesus and me, it also has to do with Jill and I, and it also has to do with our our business relationships. It's part of the reason that you and I have become such great friends is because of the accountability that works both ways. You know, it's not um, uncommon for us to go, really? That's you know that's what you're planning to do, and uh, you and it's going back uh, both ways. And I think that that accountability helps us as. Uh, Laurie just said to, to become better, but it's it's not just being better in who we are ourselves. Is it's being better as Christ would have us to be, so that we can li- walk and live as He would have us. I think Christ demonstrated accountability. He had you know he had his three he had his three close personal friends Peter James and John who who didn't really hold him accountable, but they were at least people there to support him. And then they had the the rest of the twelve, and then the rest of the seventy five or a hundred that were that were following after him. But he demonstrated accountability to each of the disciples. He even at the the cross he demonstrated accountability to John and said, Hey John, here you go. I've raised you up. Take care of my. It's time for our book highlight segment. Brought to you by Caris Christian Books and gifts. The book we're highlighting today is because we're talking about accountability and this is right at the center of Martha's and my passion for mentoring marriages, building up stronger marriages. The book we're highlighting this week is none other than the Bible, but a special devotional Bible called the Love Languages Devotional Bible in New Living Translation. And that's because it's super easy to read, but this is designed for a husband and wife to get together and study the Bible together and hold each other accountable through doing devotions together. Uh, Gary Chapman wrote all the individual devotions. The Love Languages Devotional Bible is is a straightforward approach to reading through Scripture, complemented by brief devotional readings that apply to the that apply the text to real life relationships. It will deepen your marriage, it will deepen your understanding of God, and it will deepen your understanding of each other. And obviously. I want you to read this book. Do not wait for the movie. And before I go away on that one, I forgot. We're giving away today 
10 copies. What are we giving away? Lori, what are we giving away? We're giving away 10 pocket testaments. 10 Jim, pocket testaments, which are the book of John, right? It's the book of John with a little salvation message and with great covers. And it's something that fits in your pocket or pocketbook or purse. And all you do is wait till the Holy Spirit stirs your heart. And then you just put it in your hand and you extend your arm and you say, this is for you. All right. So if you want to win 10 copies of the pocket testament, which is John... You just need to call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book, the devotional Bible by Jesus, by God. Jesus Christ is highlighted in the New Testament. Don't wait for the movie. To call in the, don't forget to call in the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, to win 10 copies of the Pocket Testament, the book of John, for you to give away when the Holy Spirit prompts you to say, hey, that person needs a scripture. Ross, you got a testimony about that from last night, you said. We were uh, out to dinner, the three of us, and uh, and at the end... Uh, Lori, Where were you at dinner? Uh, we were at Jay Alexander's. Uh, oh, big our, spender! <laughs> well, it was it was a very nice uh, dinner, and uh, it's our favorite place to go. So, um, and and at the end, Lori thanked the uh, the waitress Natalia, and just said, "You know, you've been very kind to us. I'd like to give you a gift." It was it was simple. There was no. She didn't have to prepare any remarks or have to worry about um, what she was going to say and in, in sharing a testimony. There it was. And yeah. uh, and you know now what happens? That's up to the Holy Spirit to uh, to really work in uh, Natalia's life. It's off subject, but I want to make sure I comment on this. This is one of the most powerful things that I have observed in my life the last eight years is the power of giving the Word of God away. One of the greatest gifts you can ever give somebody is the knowledge of Jesus Christ and what God did, the gospel, and. It is so powerful. When you give somebody a Bible, they know it is a special gift. And when you sign the front of it and say it's to Bob or to Mary or to Jim, it's powerful. And you give it to them. And the first thing I do is I always stick my business card in it in the book of John because everybody needs to start by reading the book of John because in there, Jesus makes it clear. He's not a good guy. He's not a good teacher. He wasn't a good prophet. He either was the son of, he either is the son of God or he was a big fat bold faced liar. And you have to make that decision by the end of the book of John. Because he claims to be God. So he's one or the other. A liar is not a good teacher. So by claiming to be God, he couldn't be a good teacher, a good prophet. I believe he's the son of God. He changed my life amazingly. I am totally changed because of Jesus Christ. So my recommendation is all of your friends you're trying to look for an opening into talking about the gospel, buy them a Bible. Start with that devotional Bible for couples. But give it away. Give away the Word of God. It is the absolute best investment you can ever give. You know, Jim, I know uh, from personal experience, because I've asked you to, to meet with someone, and before you're done, you're saying, did you realize that they're not a, a, a believer in Jesus Christ? And I go, What? And you've uh, you've kind of walked them through those steps, and you always end by saying, "Need to read the Book of John, the uh, the Testament, the Pocket Testament gives you that opportunity. You can just keep them in your you know in your pocket and just hand them out and uh, and just say start here." 
and it's a great thing to have available at your businesses. You know, you know, keep them in your glove box. It's a great thing. When you're getting pulled over by the police after they've given you a ticket, give them a pocket testament. It's a great thing. <laughs> hey, Jim, I want to go back because you were talking about Jesus with his disciples. And I and I think that there's a great analogy there as, as we're talking about accountability. Jesus knew that he had three and a half years uh, of training with these disciples. And he knew one wasn't going to work out. And you knew that those, and he knew those three and a half years weren't long enough. Oh, God, could you give me different people? That's what he was thinking, <laughs> I'm sure, right from the beginning. Well, and isn't that the same as the opportunity that we have with working with imperfect people in our businesses? And people, as they're listening to this in their uh, car and saying that there are those who are easy to share their testimony with, there are those who are difficult, there are those uh, who are going to deny uh, uh, this Lord of ours, um, just as Peter had, and and uh, so there, you know, I think that 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 it's a great example of how we're to walk alongside people and just live by our example, and then there's that opportunity for accountability. But but I'm afraid. But I can't. I can't. Do, I can't do that. But I, but 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 oh, that reminds me of that fantastic video you showed today at Breakfast Beyond the butt video by the veracity <laughs> project that's B-U-T. right the but that's right it's on youtube it, it, the guys this unbelievable i already posted it on facebook yeah. but i haven't posted it on the i work for him facebook page i will tonight thank you the, one of those fantastic videos about just recognizing the fact that we all make excuses all the time we have big butts in our lives i love i love it Lori. what did you think of the video this i morning? couldn't get enough of it i just i wanted to roll again yeah. I mean, it really challenged me because I have a lot of excuses, too. Even though I love the Lord and I love to share my faith, there's a lot of times it's just not convenient. And I know that your listeners probably feel the same way. Oh, I'm sure. Todd, is there a way for you to play video or audio from a video online, like during the show? All right, so after the break, after the bottom of the half hour, look up the butt video by the, by the I'm sorry, the Veracity Project. I'd like to play just the beginning of that video after the bottom of the half hour. Okay, so talk about that accountability again. How are you guys held personally accountable? You know, I've got guys in my life. I've got Ross Harrop, who's my senior, who um, is not impressed by me, and he holds me accountable. That I praise God for that. I've got another guy named Dave Zillig. He'll ask me business questions. He won't take any garbage from me. I've got a guy named Steve Steff. He asked me the toughest business questions possible about the vision of I work for him and where I'm going. I've got guys that'll ask me tough questions. I know I need people in my life like that because Jim could easily go off on his own. And I need people that are not impressed with me at all, <laughs> which there's not a lot of Quite those. honestly, it's easy. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Not as hard as you think. But I'm hard to hold accountable because I move pretty fast. It, it, yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah, I know you noticed. So, Lori, how do you get held personally accountable? You're, you're handing out Bibles all the time. Your whole, your whole vision is the Pocket Testament League. That's a pretty big responsibility. The enemy it absolutely is. wants to destroy it. Who's holding you accountable? It is. Well, I have a husband. His name is Philip, and he is definitely my accountability partner. We pray together every day. We read the Word. Even when I'm on the road, we have our devotional over the phone, and he asks me you know, how I'm doing spiritually, and that's really important. And, of course, I've got prayer partners. I've had them for... I don't know, 25, 30 years. So these women, they really, like, like you were saying, Ross, that how you and Jim are, they hold me accountable. But, you know, I've got my quiet time commitment. I mean, I just know that I'm easily distracted. I have seen my own flesh just really fail time and time again. And so I've just got to be diligent. And sometimes it looks a little bit like um, discipline. 
That's what it is. It's discipline. But, but besides your husband, you, do you have a woman in your life that's yes. asking those tough questions? Yes. The, the, I have several prayer partners. Okay. But, yeah. those, but pra- I'm not talking partners. about prayer partners. I'm talking about people that are face-to-face with yes. you going, Lori, that's a bold-faced bunch of yes. hugabaloo. Tell me the truth. Well, my prayer partner relationships are that. Okay. They are. They do pray for me, but they know me so well, and they will speak some hard truth into my life. Truth that... I don't really want to hear, but it's life-giving, actually. At the end of the day, it's life-giving. So, yes, I do have that. Cool. Okay. Ross, what about you? You know, I think uh, I'm in a unique position serving as a C12 chair, and I have these groups. And that you, you, I have an opportunity to, to develop personal relationships with these men. And, and so, so part of it is we, we meet together once a month, and there's that 11, 12 men and women that, that come together. And it's all about accountability. And, uh, but I find myself um, being a member of that group, not just being the coach, which I am, and I meet with them one-on-one and for uh, usually 75 uh, minutes a month, and we just we, we focus in on their issues. But there's an opportunity for them to hold me accountable as well. And I, and I take that very seriously. I don't, I don't look, uh, and Lori had the opportunity to, to sit in yesterday. You, you sat in last month. Right. And uh, that I, it's not my group. It's our group, and I'm an, I'm another member. I facilitate it. And but you're the leader. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, you're still looked at as a leader. Who do you have in your life that's you know not doesn't report to you, isn't accountable to you that holds you accountable? Yeah, I think it's certainly part of it is is Jill, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll talk about after we do our devotion in the morning, and uh, we'll spend time talking about Sarah Young, and so how do you think we ought to face this situation? And um, well, I'm seeing it this way, and again, in the abiding process, abiding in Christ is if she hears one thing and I hear another. You know, we're not uh, dealing with a god of confusion, and uh, <laughs> so uh, then we need to go, as Jill likes to say, go back to neutral, and uh, and kind of. Uh recalculate, as we would say in our GP. You know, Lori, I was looking at your business card. I now understand where your accent comes from. You're from Greensboro. Well, yeah. That You didn't have a Florida accent. I just wasn't sure where it was from. Well, I was raised in Florida. I went to school here. You must have been raised in North Florida. Well, I was raised at the coast, near Orlando. That, Orlando's not... <laughs> wait a minute. Anybody that's familiar with Florida right. would understand Orlando's not near the coast. It's on the east side. Oh, on the east? That's, Satellite Beach. Okay. South of Cocoa right. Beach. But still, you got a southern accent, though. I know. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> who can tell? Who can say? All right. So we were talking before the break uh, just about accountability and how we've been held personally accountable. But we also talked about this video that, that Rob, we were talking earlier about handing out pocket testaments and how... Hey, by the way, nobody's called in yet to get their 10 free pocket testaments. Call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, and we will send you 10 copies of the New Testament for you to give away to those people that God prompts you to give away. But while we're talking about that, we were talking about the excuses that people use in, in order to not share their faith. And I mentioned this video that Ross showed this morning at Breakfast and Beyond, sponsored by Joy FM and C12 Tampa Bay. And this video was called, I don't even remember what it was called. What was it called? It's a butt video. The Big Butt. The Big Butt by the Veracity Project. I got a got a big butt. It's gigantic, if I'm going to be blunt about it. And you know what? The funny thing is, I got several big butts. And, and, and before, you, before you discard me or, or wince at the disgusting notion of that, I'm going to go out on a limb here and suggest that possibly you have at least one big butt as well. Yeah, you like that? Hurts a little, huh? Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something, okay? 
everybody we know has a big butt. And more often than not, it's the thing that actually gets in the way of us living a consistent life for Jesus. I think you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to expound a little bit, okay? See if you can recognize some of these butts. But I have to work more. But my favorite TV show is on. But my kids have practice. But i got to tweet something. But it's such a beautiful day. But I'm just not in the mood. But I deserve a break today. I think you got an idea of where that video goes. It goes out for about three and a half minutes, but it's fantastic and how it draws attention to all the excuses we make to not share our faith. And so, Ross, that just went out to thousands of people. I've got it on my Facebook. I'll put it on the I Work For Him page tonight. It, it is great. It just That video should be played in the sanctuaries of every church across America. <laughs> and that's what it was uh, created for. Is, uh, and again, you ended the last segment about people being resistant or reluctant to share a, a personal testimony. And uh, so the, the testaments are, are one way to do that, but the other is just sharing our personal story. As, as David said in Psalm sixty-six, sixteen, listen all you who fear God and I will tell you what he's done for me. And that's all we're trying to do is just to share Here's what my experience is. All right, so to help you share, we're willing to give away 10 copies of the Pocket Testament, the Book of John. Call into the studio line, 855-265-2929. All right, back to accountability. What is corporate accountability? Let's just define it right away. It's really being part of a, a bigger group in which uh, you're going to be held accountable and you're going to be holding others accountable as well. And, yeah. and it has to do in business. We're talking business people holding business people accountable. Yep. But in our sense, we're talking about Christ, people that call themselves Christ followers holding other people who call themselves Christ followers accountable for how they do business, how they're walking personally with the Lord, how they're walking personally with their, their spouse, how they're walking in their family with their children if they have any, and then how they're walking with the Lord in the workplace. That's what we're talking about. Oh, and, and you've uh, brought me in before to talk about the, uh, the C12 group. I know. And I question it, myself bringing you back every time. I just don't know about it. Hey, next Thursday, I'll have my opportunity to be right. my, on my Thursday, own. Next Thursday, Ross will have the entire <laughs> show. I'm on vacation. Ross will be a guest host all the whole show next Thursday, Yeah, September it'll, the 4th. It, it'll be your, your final show. <laughs> could be my final, final show. show yes. It could take me off the air. Yeah. Hey, so here's the part that, that's really key is it stands for the Christian 12. And uh, Buck Jacobs, the founder, 22 years ago, said if it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for us. Let's bring 12 men and women together and talk about the issues of business and how do we create a platform for, for ministry uh, based on scriptural basis. So biblical uh, basis for running our companies. And then getting together as a group and sharing information on how to do it. But then there's the accountability. How are you doing? You said you were going to do this last month. Have you done it? You said that you were going to sit down with uh, someone and have that tough discussion. Did you do it? And, uh, you know, have you have you changed your vision statement so that it has God in that uh, in that that statement. You were part of the, the group last month at the Bayou Club, and you saw that happen. We, you know, and you were part of saying, hey, it, does that go deep enough? And uh, you know, ultimately, it's up to the person, um, but there's challenge going on there. And uh, based on, on scriptural um, 
information. It's not just this gut feeling that guys have or women have, but it's it's there has to be a scriptural basis for it. So you're providing accountability, not only in a group setting, but also in an individual setting. And and you're asking the tough questions. For instance, yesterday I was, uh, I had breakfast with a potential sponsor for the show, and I started just asking him just basic questions. Hey, how are you doing in your personal life? Are you doing your own devotions? Are you spending time in the Word? Are you praying with your wife? Are you uh, spending time with your kids? Are you making sure you're being intentional spending time with your kids? And are you making sure you're being the biblical example of a man for your children? Are, are you uh, uh, having dinner as often as you can during the week? Are, are you uh, looking at your, your workplace like a mission field to all your customers and your five employees? Do you recognize that they are your calling to, to lead them to Christ? And this business owner looked at me and goes, yeah, I'm not doing real good with those answers. I just went five for five, no. That's accountability. Just asking people those tough questions, but then following up with them the next time, Lori, people just ask those questions. Then you're saying your prayer partners do that for you. Absolutely. And the thing that's interesting to me is that when you really feel that that transparency is going to be that you're safe, and that's why I love the accountability that you two have and that we have with our spouses is because we feel safe. We know that they're going to love us no matter what. I mean, you know, they see everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so uh, accountability is about really being who you are authentically, not always having to have that mask on or trying to put your, I mean, we want to put our best foot forward, but we can't always be perfect. And so being willing and humble, as Jesus was humble, to admit that we don't have everything together. And that's 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 hard for some Christians. Hard for I don't have to tell anybody I don't have everything together. But but the key to the accountability is not to necessarily, I mean, yes, you got to be comfortable so you can be honest. Yes. But that accountability person has got to be brave enough to smack you upside the head and said, yes, and that what you're doing? That's stupid. That is totally unacceptable. That is not what God wants you to be doing. Wake up, shake you by the shoulders, going, what do you think? What do you think? Right. I mean, that person's got to be willing mm-hmm. to risk that relationship by speaking truth to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really true. And the other thing is, you know, I know C12 is uh, for a certain uh, company or business person, but there's a lot of people in the workplace, in the marketplace, that don't own their own company that, you know, C12 wouldn't be the best fit for because they're just the worker bees. I mean, they're the middle middle managers and the entry-level employees, and, and impor- it's important for all business people, people who are in commerce, to really be willing to uh, be held accountable because um, each one of us is at a different point in our lives, right? Yeah, and I think that that's why we hope that our business owners that we're working with will yes. will put together that opportunity for people to have that experience at that level. And so it's not what we're sharing at the CEO or the owner level with you know ten or more employees. Uh, we're hoping that they're they're taking this back and saying, if this is good for me, I need to set this up. And so we have marketplace chaplains, we have corporate chaplains that are. Are working with many of these businesses to 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 help establish some of that that relationship, uh, but Laura, you were talking about. I think, you know, <laughs> Jim, not everybody is you know as in your face as, as you are. You you, well, you can be in people's faces and do it lovingly. Exactly. I'm just not real good. Mercy is not my best <laughs> gift. I'm still praying. I pray all the time for me to be overwhelmed by God's love so that I could be more merciful. But sometimes the truth is the truth, and people just need to hear it. 
and that's that, and, and, that's, and, that's and that's why this <laughs> this broadcast has an opportunity to touch people where they're living. Right. And I think that's the that's the part I, I wanted to share is that uh, you know there are opportunities that we we make up our own story as to why we don't want to be part of it. I just knew I didn't want to be part of the uh, the Bible study fellowship because I knew it was all about memorization. Then I went last year, loved it every Monday night down in St. Pete and found out it wasn't about the memorization. It was me having a intimate study each morning and it was a great experience. Same thing with whether it be the C12 or these other opportunities is take people where they're at. Hold them accountable. Be honest. Uh, speak the truth in love. Uh, but we got to get into those relationships. And we've talked about personal accountability. We've talked a little bit about how C12 builds in corporate accountability. And we're going to talk about what are the results of holding people accountable and how's it impacting them personally, corporately. That's what we're going to talk about. But before we do, I want to give Lori just a couple of minutes to talk about the Pocket Testament League. Lori, go. Well, I wanted to share that this ministry has been around since 1893. And uh, back in the day, a little girl named Helen Cadbury, the granddaughter of Cadbury Chocolate, she actually got oh, saved at Cadbury. 12. And she was so excited about her faith, she wanted to share share the, the Lord with people. And her dad printed up some scriptures on the printing press, and she sewed pockets on her dresses, and she actually took these scriptures in these pockets and shared them with all her friends. They all got saved, and they formed the Pocket Testament League. That was 120 years ago. So here we are today, and the ministry really equips Christians. It equips believers to share their faith in a way that's relational. And so, you know, we want you to take these little pocket testaments. It's just the Gospel of John with different kinds of covers on them, and then put one in your briefcase or your pocketbook or your you know coat pocket, and then just pray every day, Lord, just help me find one person, you know, just bring one person my way that would benefit from this little book of John. And then just wait till he stirs your heart. And I, without a doubt, you're going to meet at least one person that day that God's going to say, now's the time. And so all you do is you reach into your pocket, pocketbook, and you just say, this is for you. It's just a simple gift. And there's amazing things happening. We're, we're, we have about 430,000 members of the Pocket Testament League all over the world who are just taking the, the clarion call to share their faith with others very seriously. And they're, they're overcoming their fears through the resources that we have on our website that are free. You can go to www.ptl.org, and you have all these free free resources that train you, teach you, equip you to share your faith in very winsome and relational ways. But these Gospels are free. And so that's what I love about it. You know, of course, you can make a donation to cover the cost, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just don't have the money. Right. So we send them to you anyway, because we want you to be sharing the Gospel, because it's a blessing to the person you share it with, and it blesses you. So ptl.org, ptl.org. That's right. Pocket Testament League, ptl.org. I'll post that on Facebook tonight. Anybody needs... Uh, we still have the 10 Pocket Testaments to give away today. Call into the studio line. Come on, get the Word of God out there. 855-265-2929. All right, let's get back to the results of accountability. Ross, it personally... How has accountability made an impact on your life? Well, I think that having people who have discipled me, uh, and I, I remember saying to our friend uh, Rex Schultz, who is much older than me, and and uh, and I was an executive pastor at the time, and I said, "Why are you, you know you spent the last eighteen months every Wednesday morning for an hour and a half discipling me?" 
And I said, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, having no idea that we were going to move from Colorado Springs <laughs> to Florida and that I would be using these principles that, that Rex shared with me. And it was all about him feeling called to disciple men. And, uh, and there were just three of us every Wednesday morning. Well, I have that opportunity. I have the chance to do it one-on-one. I have to do it in, in, in a group and, and to carry that on and disciple others. Um, and I have the chance to work with, with businessmen and women. And the exciting part is when they then feel called by the Holy Spirit to take these concepts that we're just sharing month in and month out and then say, I can do that. I, I, I didn't feel comfortable doing that, but wow. I now have, and and a friend of ours who uh, both of us have have worked with over the last year, um, has you know has a new vision, new mission, and uh, and it's exciting for his company, and okay. then to see how uh, how members of his staff are now coming to a closer relationship with Christ, all because he listened and he responded. All right, so C12 really focuses on, I mean, obviously you're discipling Christian business owners, CEOs, people in charge. You also have the key players groups, which are the middle managers, other people of influence within the organization. But your ultimate goal is you're not necessarily teaching business principles. You're really discipling them so they can take Christ into their workplace. And to take their business and create it as a ministry. Um, our, our friend, uh, Dr. Miguel Fana, who, uh, Fana Medical, uh, has four offices, and he never talks about his uh, medical practice. He talks about our ministry, and, uh, and that's the way he looks at it. And he, uh, um, he has involved so many of his staff in, in going to the abiding uh, in Christ uh, uh, couples. Um, and I know our son and daughter-in-law, you know, gained a lot from that because um, he cared enough about their young marriage to invest in them and uh, and many of their other staff. It's about ministry. It's not about business as usual. Yeah, one of the things that unfortunately, hey Brian, thanks for calling in from Tampa. We'll send out those pocket testament leagues as soon as we can. Get, as soon as I get in front of Martha at Caris Christian Books and Gifts. You know, one of the things that is that I'm hoping that this show will inspire you, the listeners, to go back to your church and say, listen. I've been hearing all my life that if I've, I've got a special calling, if I go to the mission field, the foreign mission field, or if I go work on a, at, a, at another ministry here in the United States, or if I'm called to the pulpit or to youth ministry, nobody's ever told me that my call, that all of us have a calling. Nobody's ever, am I keeping you awake, Ross? No, I'm just, I am just He's yawning on every He's yawning. word. He's yawning I'm in the studio. I'm hearing on your I, every word. I know you had to get up early to get to Tampa, you know, it's it's tough. But that, I distracted myself, I love that. So, but, but to encourage our pastors, to encourage everybody that we all have a calling. There's no special calling to be pastor. We're all part of the same team. Some people get to be the head. Some people get to be the arms, the feet, the the fingers. We're all part of the body of Christ, and we all have a calling. All of it is important. And that's something that we need to encourage our churches to recognize. We need to go back and say, hey, I heard something on the radio the other day. This weird guy who had a video on the big butt by the Veracity Project. But he said that I have a calling, that my workplace is a mission field. And and, and I heard these two guys talking about it. And I never heard that before. 
it's it's absolutely our uh, our responsibility to listen to what the Holy Spirit is is calling us to do. And uh, God, that's part of how we got from Colorado to Florida was just saying God is doing amazing things in Tampa Bay. We don't know what they are. We're going to move here and we're going to get aligned. And Jim, quite honestly, you were one of the few people that said he's going through a midlife crisis. Yeah. And and uh, you you took me at my word and said I just want to get aligned with what God's doing. I had n- I never heard of C twelve before, and you introduced me to the C twelve group. And I think that's what we're called to do is wherever we're at is just to get involved and to uh, uh, to really reach out and tell our story. Well, and there's a lot more opportunities. If you want to find out more about C twelve Tampa Bay, just go to c twelve Tampa Bay dot com, and you can find out more about what C12 does, the ministry of C12, and how they're impacting businesses. And also, if you want to find out more about the Pocket Testament League, just go to ptl.org, ptl.org. All right, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, I just want to make sure I bring attention at least one more time to the, uh, it's probably not the last time, but the Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat coming up this next February. The deadline's going to be sometime in the middle of September. We're going to lose our locked-in super cheap rates for our cruise next February. If you and your spouse need to get away and work on your marriage and you just need some time and you want a screaming great deal that includes a marriage retreat, check out our website, iworkforhim.com. These three, uh, five days, four nights together on the Royal Caribbean Brilliance of the Seas, February 5th through the 9th, 2015. $1,040, which may seem like a lot of money, but it's not for a cruise for five days, four nights. And it includes your taxes, your parking, and your tips. It doesn't include your, your recreation on Cozumel, but you I mean, you can do cheap stuff on Cozumel. If this sounds like a dream come true to you, to build in purposeful discussions, group time together, undistracted time together, and optional excursions, Check it out online, the second annual Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat, iWorkForHim.com, iWorkForHim.com. Next week on the Monday's I Work For Him show on Labor Day, we've got a replay of a great interview that I did back in January with Pastor Matt Keller talking about his book, The God of the Underdogs, how God loves to use the unsuspecting to make a huge impact. God of the Underdogs, tune in on Monday. The I Work For Him show is here about purposefully equipping vibrantly effective Christ followers in a workplace. So you have to ask yourself, are you a Christ follower? Have you ever come to a place in your life where you've allowed Jesus Christ to become Lord in your life? It's the first step in the I Work For Him process. If you want to know about more about becoming a Christ follower, just email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iwork, the number four, him.com. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.